All right, it's Thursday night. We just got back from the theater seeing Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Yeah. Jim, I want to let you go to first because if I start talking, I might not stop. Uh, Here we go. Non-spoiler part. Non-spoiler. We're going to do a couple minutes of non-spoiler, then we're going to switch to the spoiler section. So, up front, this is just our opinion uh, as, as, as moviegoers and as Star Wars fans, lifelong Star Wars fans. Yep. Uh, Someone who was... What what do you think? So, I went into this movie with uh, the, the deflector shields angled... <laughs> Uh, Covering your ass, would you say? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I did not want to get myself too hyped up for it because I saw what a train wreck the uh, the first three movies, well, the prequels were. Yeah. Uh, and I was not happy with those, so I wanted to avoid that this time. Sure. Uh, that that it was weird to me when it opened up and it shows the logo, you know, uh-huh. yeah. and everybody starts clapping. I'm like, don't you remember? Don't yes. you people, why are you clapping for this? Yeah, no. Please stop until something happens that's good. Right. <laughs> uh, but ultimately, I was pretty happy with it. I thought it felt a lot like Star Wars. And and J.J. Abrams, with, you know, what he's done with this hack job of Star Trek, was a perfect fit for Star Wars. I agree. Um, I felt like, here's the thing. Nothing's going to ever make me feel like I did when I was a little boy watching Star Wars. Not and possible. If you're going to this movie theater, unless you, you've got you know another little young Jedi with you, a youngling that you're <laughs> introducing for the first time, and I get to do that this weekend, um, I, I and you can see it through their eyes. I don't think you can go back. Did you finish your marathon? I did. Okay. Um, but having said that, this does feel like Star Wars, and yeah. it's a pretty damn good Star Wars. I thought so. It's not, um, you know, I, I I would say that it's um, somewhere in the Return of the Jedi ballpark neighborhood. Yeah, maybe I mean, slightly I... more adult version, but a lot of the same, this uh, similar problems. I would guess is what I would say. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's all roses. There were a few problems. There are sure. some things I don't like about it. Um, but I thought overall. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. The plot was decent, and all the acting was good. The thing is, here's the thing. If you're not a Star Wars fan, I don't think this is the the show that's going to make you a Star Wars fan. Yeah, probably. Like, I don't know what a non-Star Wars fan would make of this. It's not like the previous movies are required viewing, although the seven uh, uh, in front of it might <laughs> give you a good clue to that. Uh-huh. It's just that I don't know it's it's made for anyone that's not a Star Wars fan. I don't know. Like, I wonder, looking at the main characters, if they're going to... Like, a lot of people are going to kind of get in as a new batch of Star Wars fans. Well, that's Not true. for the same reasons that we were Star Wars fans when we were a kid. Right, right. And I think that, like, to the extent that Star Wars appealed to especially young girls... Sure. ...in the good old days, that it's going to be even more so. Oh, I think and I so, feel yeah. like there's going to be this Star Wars, um, you know, for young people. There's going to be a lot more people that that can identify with the heroes, and and maybe even the villains. Uh, and and, and I, I think that this has a, a great villain. Uh huh. Um, and yeah, it, has, it has a pretty good villain. Okay, it's better. I mean, better than anything <laughs> in the prequels. Oh hell yeah! Better than Grievous. Better than Maul. Better than Dooku. Yeah, as as a rounded character, sure. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I I think it's it's a pretty good Star Wars film. I'm excited to see what comes next. And I got to say, John Williams has not lost a step. 
Did he compose a single new note for this movie, though? Oh, yeah. Did he? I heard some new stuff. Really? Because yeah. I, I recognize it as definitely Star Wars, but like, sure, you know, sure. I've been playing a lot of Battlefront lately, and, you know, <laughs> it's like it's a Star Wars music. So, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't even. So, I went into this movie completely spoiler free. I knew very little even of the casting or the names of the characters. Yeah, me too. Um, I walked down a toy aisle last this Monday mm. and like I got more spoilers from that than anything but I I really stayed away from you know what was going to happen so I wasn't even sure that John Williams had composed any new music or even was the composer like it wouldn't have shocked me if it said like music inspired by John Williams <laughs> um, yeah composed but, by Justin Lin yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but no it was uh it was pretty good it was uh I, I mean I, I feel like I'm damning with faint praise but I can't you're, I think anybody who likes Star Wars is going to like this movie. Yes. Much more than the prequels. And and it's going to be similar to where when you get together with other fans, you can bitch and moan about some parts of it. But that's Absolutely. part of the fun. Yeah. Um, we complain about Luke taking snakes out of his engines. Sure. And landing in a swamp, how he sure. got his stuff out. Like, sure. Storm there are plenty of things to complain about with the original trilogy. But the overall feeling is yeah. one of adventure and fun. And that's what this movie brought. Yep, and uh, I really want to talk spoilers, so uh, okay. there you go. If you were on the fence about seeing a new Star Wars movie, <laughs> Jim and Aaron say, go see it. <laughs> uh, so with that done, let's uh, let's uh, everybody get get out of here. Uh, yeah, you know, go go. Uh, if if you can't see it until this weekend, go listen to a soundtrack, Star Wars soundtrack or something. But don't look at the titles. Don't look at the titles. I hear the there's songs, there's yeah. major, and I can imagine there's some spoilers that if you got them, it's probably mm-hmm. going to interfere. You're going to be annoyed. So so stay yeah. spoiler-free. Get off the internet. All right. See you guys later. And now we're in the super secret spoiler section. Yeah, the hidden rebel spoiler base. Yep, yep. A lot of hidden bases uh, in this one. Okay, so I want to be. I don't want to talk about a bunch of bitches up front, honestly. Yeah, let's, let's talk, talk about stuff that was good. I thought okay. that it's so good to see Star Wars with humor that actually works. Sure, yeah. And... Chewbacca Nobody got, stepped in shit. Nobody stepped in shit. Movie. You know, like as soon as Han Solo and Chewbacca get on screen, it's pretty. Gold. Oh yeah. And there's this sequence where, you know, Han's recognized by people, and it's like it's great. It's like uh, it's the great or it's the sm- great smuggler, the legendary smuggler Han Solo, and he's like, I thought he was a war hero, and it pans to Chewie, and he's like, Brr. you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's I think it's the funniest thing in the movie. It's really good. There are a bunch of good jokes. Uh, yes. There are some, some bad jokes, but I want to talk about the good ones first. Uh-huh. Uh, when they're running, uh, like the, the Empire shooting, uh, they sent down the TIE fighters, and they're all shooting at them at, on Jakku. Yeah. And what, they're the, running the away. Jakuine, you mean? J- J- Tatooine, yes. <laughs> uh, on, on Jakku. And they're running away, and they're like, uh, that ship is closer. And they're like, no, that's a piece of garbage. And then the other ship they're running to blows up. And they're like, and they pan the camera over, and it's the Millennium Falcon. I lost my freaking mind. Yeah, the piece of garbage will have to do, and it's the Millennium Falcon. And Perfect. It, it brought the house down. And I, I really wasn't into, uh, like, I wasn't feeling the movie so much until that joke, and then I was on board. I'm like, yeah. This okay, this is awesome. They know what they're doing. Uh, there was uh, not a joke, but another really cool thing I thought about the one of the main characters, uh, Finn, is that that attack that they do on that little settlement there. Uh huh is just like what you can imagine happened with Luke and uh, Owen and Baru, right? Right. Like, he's kind of on the other side of that. And I yeah. like how they kind of played with that uh, throughout the thing. You can imagine a stormtrooper might do what Finn does if they're not, like, these genetic clones that are 
Well, I see, I wonder if they're ever going to explain why he's special. Like, I, that was his first mission, and the, they said that he was supposed to report for reconditioning, and apparently the brainwashing didn't take. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if they're ever going to explain why he's special, because... Um, I almost think maybe he's got some force in him, because the I way he fought... To... Like, I... But I don't know how to calibrate for that, because this, sure. is, this is JJ... I mean, I don't want to get into the bad stuff yet. Yeah, yeah. Um... I also like the return of the non-pristine technology. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the biggest... I don't give a shit if it's the height of the Republic. You'd, you'd have some used cars in the goddamn Republic. Oh, and those hulking... The, the hulks on Jakku. Uh, like, yeah, all, the, all re- these... Like, that Wreck Star holes. Destroyer is surprisingly cool. Just the and visual the, of the it. the at Oh, yeah. Uh, the, there was a TIE Fighter there, which was cool. And you could tell, like, the TIE Fighter... I'm not sure about the other bigger ones. I don't think they were all yeah. built, but the TIE Fighter was a model, which mm. was really cool. Uh, well, you know when they had the reprise of the Moss Eisley Cantina scene? Oh, with the I loved it. They, yeah. it. A lot of Muppets. like Or okay. CGI that was made to look like Muppets, and I thought that was pretty cool. The too. CGI in this is really good. The uh, CG is, I thought, top-notch. This isn't a bitch, but it's just a humorous observation. Tubby Stormtroopers. They're a thick... They're thick. They're thick. Like, like beyond the legs, main guy who physical, like everything is thick. Finn's ass and thighs are like an NFL defensive lineman, and seeing him sure. stomp around with those tree trunks uh-huh. is, was particularly funny. But yeah, a lot of stormtroopers. This new, uh, what do they call it? The first order stormtroopers. They're mm-hmm. they're a little tubby. They are. They're, they're, they're yeah, they're thick. They're, they're stacked. Bre- they're breeding thicker stock over there. Right? <laughs> they are. They are. <laughs> the first Sturdy, order. Sturdier. That they figured that was what was wrong. Why the empire fell? Because mm. obviously they not they thick enough stormtroopers. They didn't work on their targeting skills. It's true. The stormtroopers can shoot a lot better. Uh, what? What? I was saying. I was making fun of them. I mean, oh no! I, well, they they can at least hit an X wing now. Oh, while it's true. sitting on the ground. Yeah, yeah. They can shoot the Millennium Falcon. They can shoot a TIE fighter. They like... never had problems shooting things that were the size of houses. Like, you know, okay. when sand crawlers and saw these blaster marks are too precise for stormtroopers. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, underrated uh, comedy line of the original trilogy. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking. I What was up with the dude that knew... Poe. I'm, I'm shaky on some of these names, too. At the very beginning, yeah. he was kind of an Obi-Wan Kenobi type. I don't know. I don't think he's dead now. Or well, yeah. I guess some he, of them got no. Pretty, pretty sure he's killed. Yeah, because I, I, they I were rounding him it, up but... for prisoner. But then, uh, is it Ken Rilo or Rilo Ken? Uh, it's I don't Rilo Kai Kai. <laughs> yes, uh, the Kyler. singer. Yeah, uh, he star. ordered them all dead. So I'm sure they all got got murdered. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Uh, the other thing I really appreciated is the return of lightsaber battles that people give a shit about. Okay. Like, yeah. you know, like there were some emotionally charged lightsaber battles. And uh, my man, Adam Driver, uh, I thought, I think he works better with the helmet on. Like his voice is like a perfect young hmm. Vader. Yeah. When it's off, a little bit of the whiny Adam Dri- Driver came through. But he's got the physicality for it. And he looks badass with that Claymore lightsaber. I sure. rolled my yeah. eyes so hard when I saw that. But it <laughs> looks... In, like, that night forest lightsaber. it makes lightsaber. sense, too, right? Yeah, why not? Like, and the other thing I liked about it is if you looked at it, it's visual. It's It looks like an angry lightsaber. And yeah, I think it's like I, breaking up the air around it. Yeah, and in contrast to Luke's more smooth design. And I think yeah. that I read somewhere way back in the conceptual that that's not so much a cross guard as it is 
like exhaust ports because there's so much fucking raw power coming out. It's huh. like bleed. But I'm you okay. know, obviously yeah. worked well for the cross card too. Sure. But no, it was super cool. And and again, yeah. I really of all the technically proficient swishing, swashing, you know, Ray Park, Wushu lightsaber battles they really missed the mark on the heart these battles were nowhere yeah, near yeah. like i i feel like they've also scaled the jedi back because these are you know even ken rilo or rilo kylie <laughs> is still not a he's, he's a he's a half trained not sith he's yeah and, and i like the fact that he's being seduced by the light side yeah th- those inversions are so interesting to me it's kind of you know jj abram's stock and trade with the wrath of Khan bullshit you think it was a little too like no i'm your father that he's han solo's son no i thought it was a little convenient that like this fucking family has run train on the universe well, on the galaxy for a long time now hello jeb bush and hillary clinton i mean <laughs> i know i guess some... just in my fiction it was a little too on the nose uh, well i mean so that's if we want to talk a little bit of problem there is a lot of goddamn convenient things that happen in this movie sure but I, my, we, six, my, six or, the, my six my six-year-old boy says look son, look the, the, everybody's strong in a force the force wants what the force wants it's calling people uh-huh. it's manipulating <laughs> events it's maneuvering people to be where they need so to the be. force has a, a mind all its own well yeah no it seeks balance and right now things are yeah. out of whack so it's not a stretch for me to believe that these people are gathered together and brought together because they need to be but no i because i to me yeah and uh, that's the other pleasant surprise. I think that J.J. Abrams seems like, and I don't know because I haven't read any interviews and I've stayed spoiler-free, but it seems like he's cherry-picking mm. great concepts and moments from the EU, yeah. but then not having to worry about the continuity and canon written by 40 different authors of various quality over 20-some years. So, like, I felt yeah. like, you know, Ken Rilo was a... A Kip Duran, Jaden Solo mashup yeah, that yeah. worked so, for me. So I, uh, yeah, hell yeah, he's Han Solo's son. Yeah, they talk about Luke and his his like what happened to him. His in the Jedi interim. Academy that got fucked. He has up. the Jedi Academy straight totally. out of the Kevin J. Anderson trilogy. Which, Kip, not the greatest source material, but some good concepts there. I thought some, some really good concepts, and I liked it. I read it when I was fairly young. I thought uh, the super weapon, even though it's a little too Star Destroyerish for me, was yeah. kind of an homage to. It's kind of like all the super weapons in the EU put together. You had a little bit of Sun Crusher because yep. it was this long yep. distance thing. It was also literally destroying a sun as its power source, which I thought was cool. You got yep. a little bit of, uh, you know, I don't know, like what was the the Dark Blade because it's another big super energy weapon. Mm, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, the the concept of a whole planet turned into a Death Star that has a weak point that type the, the <laughs> sure, X-Wings sure. assault. Because uh, it needs to. Yeah, they never fix that exhaust. If I never see, if I never (laughs) see another spherical death machine in Star Wars, it'll be too soon. Let's let's talk. I want to go since we're on the train of of ships. Okay. First of all, I thought there were some really amazing uh, scenes of like dogfighting and stuff. Sure. Uh, Both from the perspective of like you know Ray and Finn in the Millennium Falcon trying to evade these Tie Fighters when they first take off, and then also like. From the ground, when they they see the uh, the rebels come in, the mm-hmm. resistance mm-hmm. come in and take out all these Tie Fighters, mm-hmm. D- dude, Poe is a badass. Yeah, he is. And that like, is he force adept? Because 
He might be. Okay. He was pulling some shit that I don't know that I've ever seen. Luke to me, that, that's that's like stuff straight out of the EU with Wedge Antilles because Wedge okay. was the yeah. man. Yeah. But you never saw that in the trilogy so much. But yeah. he did some like you know the Rogue Squadron books was all about daring do and mm-hmm. so yeah, I, like if Poe is an amalgam of uh, Wedge Antilles and some of those other guys, then awesome. Yeah, so that was super cool. Uh, I am a little confused. I thought, I thought the I thought the Millennium Falcon took a little bit more knocking around than I don't know that. Like scraping on the ground. Yeah, that's, that's rough justice. Although it's sand, like maybe. I'm... And I guess if it's like the if it's the like a you know a fifties muscle car equivalent, then uh-huh. maybe it can take a licking and keep on ticking. But it ran yeah. through redwood forests. It gout. It it rolled around in the desert. It did a lot of things that I you know. Yeah, I get. So they show like how vulnerable the Tie Fighters and X Wings are to even just small arms fire, right? Like the the stormtroopers blast an X-wing on the ground and just completely render it useless and then blow it up but with, it didn't their, have shields with going their rifles. Either. Yeah. Sure, but then like later on they shoot at the tie fighter which also doesn't have shields going and, and it's it still was in getting, the docking bay. It was taking damage. And it, it barely took any damage, which I know from, you know, other extended universe stuff, X-wings are definitely stronger than tie fighters. Well, maybe the but... first order decided to fucking shield their tie fighters. <laughs> maybe so. You know. Although they still are apparently super fast and yep. maneuverable like yep. Poe gets his hands on it, he's like whoa yeah not used to flying things this nice uh yeah. the other thing about the ships what the fuck is that wingspan on that shuttle thing oh i don't know it's probably what's ra- going on with that it's probably radiators right like it's supposed that's, to be reminiscent of of darth vader's shuttle the imperial shuttle right the, the, i was gonna say it's not darth vader's shuttle it's just the imperial yeah, shuttle yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he uses it a lot <laughs> but it's a generic one sure yeah, and um, I just I don't know what possible purpose those things could serve. Yeah, they're not wings. I guess they just look cool. Is they that, move is that... too. Like, why have them move? Like in atmosphere, those wings being up like that aren't going to do shit for you. <laughs> yeah. And outside of atmosphere, they're definitely not going to do anything. Sure. So I, I don't know. know. I, I need to get the uh, one of those uh, incredible cross section books to, so it'll, it can tell me that it's probably a radiator. Because yeah. I felt like that get was the, the answer to everything. Manual. Like, why does Tie Fighters have weird wings? It radiates <laughs> waste heat, sure, because of the ion engines. Yeah, yeah. Or weren't they like solar powered or some some weird thing? Where, I think like, that's the wings what I assumed were... as a kid. But when these cross sections came out, it's like because mm. every the people was okay. like, well, there's no way a solar powered ship would that's yeah. not a power right yeah so then they they flipped it around plus it's a I mean, it's we're a, talking we're talking about alien technology here, twin so. ion engine thing yeah Who knows? and that's but not yeah, cool. That cool. The, the technology in star wars is just essentially magic like yeah okay this planet can suck in an entire star for fuel and then hurl a shotgun blast across the galaxy that will just shatter okay five buy planets that. at a time sure buy that not a problem not a problem yeah. for me i mean where do they go where do they go next with the ultimate weapon, like the galaxy crusher. They need <laughs> like, to like this can I, just be I a, agree. a yeah. battle for the soul of the galaxy. It doesn't have to have giant super weapons, although that is part of Star Wars back. You know, it's it's a it's a it's a Flash Gordon serial. Yeah. But now you're destroying entire systems at, at once. I mean, I guess that's like asking, oh, what's the next fucking religious relic Indy's going to find? I mean, my, he's going to find a piece of the one true crystal cross. skull. Probably, motherfucker. I'd prefer that than the crystal skull. So <laughs> maybe that's just Star Wars' thing. Yeah. but That's all right. It, uh, yeah. I, I, I just don't want it to be spherical next time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like maybe no. there's something optimal about that shape. But... Yeah, I mean, there's something. There's like the, like I said, Sun Crusher. There's the World Devastators. There's 
but the, other I mean, things. The, but my the point is like installation. destroying entire systems at a time, which is yeah. what they were doing yeah. at this point, uh, is a step up from destroying an entire planet. That's true. At the they're time. getting better so at now killing galaxy, lots of people. You know, galaxy wide, they're just going to destroy the entire galaxy. And you know the, uh, I guess the so, I'm not sure what the political status quo here is. Is the first order kind of like a a terrorist organization now? And but they talk about the Republic, which is the good guys. But there's yeah. also the resistance. So is the first yeah. order kind of like a fascist regime that's popped up within the Republic, and they're battling for the soul of it and. Luke Skywalker noped out after his failure at his academy, and then that's what's going yeah, on. It seems like it's almost like the forming of a new new empire, right? Yeah. Uh, with what Palpatine did. So, I don't know. I have a feeling we're going to get a lot more information in the next... Well, sure, because we don't... Like, the other burning question I've got is, what's up with Rey's family? Yeah. Why? How did she get like on... She was taken when she was young, but from where and why? And, and that takes she was left behind. Oh, was she? Yeah. So the other that, problem because you had this watching this fucking movie yeah. is we got there, what we thought was early, ended up sitting in literally the front row. Yes. We got there 45 minutes early, and it, the theater was <laughs> packed. So we're sitting 30 foot from a 50 foot high screen. Yeah. Uh, my neck hurts. I couldn't see like half the screen. When they did these wide shots with characters walking toward them, I'd be uh-huh. like... A puppy dog watching a tennis match. It wasn't as going, bad. What the fuck is happening? It, it wasn't as bad as screen. like the old theaters where the screen was literally like five feet in front of you if you're on the front row. I mean, there's yeah. a good 30, 40 feet, but still, yeah. I felt like I didn't get a very good view of the movie. Yeah. Um, so I, I probably missed some stuff. Um, but that, I think there's a lot of clues about those that, that thing going on and that force vision she got when she touched Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. But there that's is. Other... And obviously it's just like it moves. So yeah. like trying to decipher all that on your first watch is tough. Yeah. But no, I think that there's, uh, and there's some clues about, you know, I think we saw a little bit of uh, uh, Ken... Rilo, whatever his name is, Adam Driver, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, his rampage to the Academy, and but but you know how did Kylo he get, Ren? I think Kylo Ren. Name, how yeah. did he get? How did he get Darth Vader's skull? That's the other thing I'd really like to know. And know. and what is his relationship with the Supreme Leader? Sure. And he, he completing his training, like has the Supreme mm-hmm. Leader been holding out on him? What do you think of the redheaded moth? I don't like him. Uh, yeah, he's. I don't know. They're going for a Hitler type thing, and I'm. It is interesting to meh. see like the Darth Vader type character on relatively equal footing, and maybe even rivalry with like the civilian command structure. So here, okay, I have a little bit of a problem with that. Oh, okay. Because we talked about like how powerful Vader was mm-hmm. um, in our Empire Strikes Back cast, and uh, sure. in the beginning of this movie, they make it very clear that. Kylo Ren is not as powerful as Vader. He's he basically he says near. he says yeah. I hope to one day like I'm not sure if I can ever be as powerful as you were. So right there they we set him up strong. as a bad guy that's... that's not that intimidating, right? Like yeah. if if Luke Skywalker around he'd kick this guy's ass up and down. Well, he could have. I mean, he didn't. Like so, what are you so talking I, about? Um, well, I mean, obviously he he butchered Luke's school. I unless Luke was just out on vacation, was like end of term exam, you know, and he's fucked out of there. Like, well, I, but I thought one of his students did. I thought that was literally like the Kip Duran story. 
Yeah, but Luke was there. I mean, unless Luke was away for some reason, it stands to reason. Uh, Ken Ry- Ry- Rin Kylo? Ken- Kylo Ren. Kylo yeah. Ren. I don't know why I can't say that. Kylo Ren. Uh, what I'm saying is. I don't. He wasn't the guy who killed all the people at the school, was he? Yeah, no. Shit, Remember, because Leia and Han were there discussing. I thought it was some other guy. No, they say huh. that that's why I sent him to Luke for training. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe. I don't know. All maybe right. there will be a twist, but that's what I gathered on my first viewing. So I don't get it, then. So Luke beats Vader, but he can't beat this guy, well, who's just an acolyte and not even that good yet? Well, but the, here's the thing, like... Maybe he couldn't do it because he loved him too much. I mean, essentially, that's his godson, right? No, that's his, his nephew. His, uh, yeah, his nephew. And uh, the teacher, and they probably, you know, I don't think this kid was, I mean, obviously Han and Leia loved him, and they so, they still see good in him, and he still, in fact, does, is, is struggling with the light side. I guess I don't understand what is valuable to Luke then. <laughs> You're going to let this guy wreak havoc on... The galaxy because you can't kill him. Well, he's you know well. Here's the thing. Here's my rebuttal to that smart guy. Yeah. Uh, Vader's love for Luke saved the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Maybe Luke's love for Kylo Ren will one day save the galaxy. The galaxy was already saved, wasn't it? Uh, you I mean, know, was it? I don't know. I, that's the thing. Like, I don't have a really good idea of how we got into this situation that sure. we're at. And yeah, I don't think you're supposed to. Yeah, not yet. And that's we'll another the, another big stretch in the movie is like, Jesus Christ, really? The Jedi have passed in the legend again. Uh huh. These Jedi are worse. Thirty, 30 years boom. than Chubba Wumba. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Three four years get down the line and no one remembers tub thumping. It's like yeah. what 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 is what, who did that? Uh, Chewbacca Waka. It's yeah no like the Jedi don't have any kind of trademark staying power. No, apparently not. They just really forgettable. Yeah, well, I mean now that Han Solo's gone, like who's gonna perpetuate the myth? What'd you the think legend, about rather? the death of Han? I knew he was dead the moment he yelled Kylo's name. I'm yes agreed. Um, I knew he was not coming off that bridge because they, they did the classic thing of like the heroes are too far away to help him and he's getting himself into a situation that he doesn't have sure. control of. I thought what like, the, I thought what they're going to do is that uh, when uh, Rilo Ken, Ky- Kylo, Kylo Ren, Ren. Yep. when Kylo Ren says, I'm not strong enough, I need you to help me do something. I thought he was going to tell his dad to kill him. And then when Han says, I, I can't, also when, when, I, when he's that, like, I, yeah. I can't do that, son, then he's like, fine, I'll kill you. Yeah. But it, what happened, I thought, worked. That, I was, that was a yeah. nice moment. And I, the other thing Because is, he's battling. Like, this is a battle for him, right? Like, I don't want to fall to the light side. Uh, I think... Which is awesome. And I, I don't know, because I'm, I'm wondering if Harrison Ford's like, look, the only fucking way I'm going to come back for this is if you fucking kill Han Solo. Yeah. Because know. however it had happened, Harrison Ford gave a shit about this movie. He brought... Yeah. He kind of brought his A-game. I felt like we were watching Han Solo. This was a completely different experience than seeing him last time, and even Indiana Jones, which it's not like he was fucking off in that movie i mean he respects no, but... he respects spielberg and uh, the fans i think enough to not completely phone it in but it wasn't it was working as well here like yeah he was using every ounce of his whatever star power he has left to and sell the sh- and charisma yeah. to sell the shit out of this thing and, and i it, think he did it worked it really helped that you had leia around too yeah. I, I felt like their relationship felt real good to me yeah 
Like, I can see them butting heads because that's what they did. In and, and the fact that the their son turns to the dark side, yeah, I, I get that she would go back to the rebellion and he would go back to being a smuggler because that's what, what else they do. do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and, <laughs> and his line about, like, the, I, what was it? I, I, I leave and she's like, I hate it when you leave. And he's like, I know, that's why I do it. Yeah. That, that smacked of, I love sure. you, I know. Yep. Like, yep. Han Solo's got this shit figured out. Leia's got this shit figured out. I like when Han died, too, that Leia felt it, a nod the fact that, you know, Leia's yep. kind yep. of halfway to being a Jedi uh-huh. her own self, so she's not, like, I, and sometimes people forget about that. It's like, no, no Leia's strong on a Force, too. So, this brings me to the Force powers discussion. Okay. I have a huge problem with the way they use the Force in this movie. Really? So many inconsistencies. Okay. So ridiculous. Okay. Kylo Ren... He's freezing everybody in place the moment they... Which was a cool force power. Yeah, the moment they give him any lip, he's like, nope, you're frozen, and I'm going to kill you or do whatever the fuck I want. And I can Drain also kind information of... from I can, your brain. I can short distance mind meld from you. Yeah, yeah, that it's, works. Yeah, that's sure, whatever. That's all good. But then when he gets into the fight, he doesn't use it. He doesn't use it. And not only does he not use it, but he fights some dude who's probably never held a sword in his fucking life. Yeah. And he loses that battle to to Rey, who has never held a sword in her fucking life and has never had any kind of instruction in the Force. Like, that's the thing that made it so believable when Vader and Luke fought that Luke would hold his own and even beat him in Return of the Jedi. Because he had, he had instruction. He had instruction from Obi-Wan. He had his montage with the, the practice droid. He mm. had already studied under Yoda at and that Vader point. Was like, already, Vader was emotionally conflicted in that battle. And a shadow of a human being. Like, he couldn't yeah. move. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I, so I don't. many things didn't add up with I mean, him I, I, beating Kylo Ren. I think that with Ray, I because here's the thing, like Finn, I don't get it because I don't think he's maybe he's strong enough force. How many and that's fucking why... force users are you gonna have? Well, as far as I knew, Luke and Leia were the last, right? Sure. So I get it. Kylo Ren is Leia's son. Makes mm-hmm. perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Now we've got Jedi popping up everywhere. Finn's a Jedi. Ray's a Jedi. Well, I think that natu- in the natural state that there you would have Jedi pop. Because, you know, Jedis were a monastic order. They didn't reproduce. So they had to come organically from somewhere. Sure, but and, they need and training this woman to become is like, Jedis. That's the whole point. So I guess this woman, this this girl is so strong with the Force that she can just intuitively use I it. It's like that's another arms race. Like the Death Star... I get thing, it. I'm right? not like, a big fan. Oh, here's the next most powerful Jedi ever. I know. And I'm not I'm I'm giving some half hearted defenses here because um Because you agree. Give in to the to the dark side. No, I agree, <laughs> but I'm trying to like if I if I nitpick Star Wars this much, could I? The especially the, the a, new, a new hope, and I probably could. Sure. Yeah. But you know, there I the I I I'm using the force already to like cause like honestly the fact that this this Finn would rebel and the on the on the planet that has the Millennium Falcon that also was the planet that had the map for Luke Skywalker that also housed this powerful Force girl sure that at the exact moment the Han and, and Chewbacca had tracked down the Millennium Falcon was stolen from from some time ago like. And I don't know, like, there's a lot of coincidences, but on the other hand, you can say, well, the Force was calling. And also, Han went <laughs> to this planet not because he knew that Luke Skywalker left his chest with his shit in it, but because, you know, he just, I don't know, maybe he did. 
Maybe he did. But I thought that was also pretty fucking convenient. The one planet they chose for a watering hole slash hideout is where Luke left all of the shit that called out to to Rey. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, again, I can hand wave most of that stuff, literally. Like, I don't need to know the explanations <laughs> of this because it's the Force. But yeah. you're right. There, and, and I guess why didn't uh, Kylo Ren use the Force on – I don't know on Finn – yeah. But on the Ray, I'm I'm assuming that I, I always thought that, uh, you know, you only use the flashy force powers against people that you're overmatched with. That, like, when Jedis are relatively evenly matched, they have mm-hmm. to resort to the lightsaber because they can cancel each other's tricks out. Sure, yeah. You know, like, even, even Yoda and Palpatine work that way. It's like, okay, we're tired of throwing shit at each other. We're tired of doing parlor tricks with lightning bolts and stuff. It's time to get out the lightsabers and go to work. Sure. So I buy that, but I Finn is a big question mark. Is he force sensitive? Is he not force sensitive? What the fuck is his deal? Is he going to have a robotic spine next episode? I don't know. Because like he got slashed right up his back. Yeah, pretty viciously. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. No Bakta tank. Why didn't they put him in the Bakta tank at the end? Right. I was really hoping to see him floating in the back. Yeah. Come on. Maybe next episode. Yeah, if you're going to bring back a bullshit giant Death Star planet, then right. then get, give me the back to tank. What do you think have... about BB-8? Surprisingly, because when I saw him in all the promo stuff, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, this cute asteroid. But no, he's got a lot of personality. Yeah. And I, I thought that yeah. his locomotion and all that stuff worked surprisingly well. And like, I, did you find this funny? Like when uh, Finn was begging him to go along with his increasingly non-believable fiction to get Ray to help him, and and when he finally relented and told him the base, he gave him the thumbs up, and then with the lighter, BB-8 gave, w- w- flipped him uh-huh. his big. I thought that worked. Yeah, I thought that worked really well, and I thought also like him kind of looking back and forth between Ray and Finn, like yeah. when he's trying to decide who to believe and what to do. Like, I don't know why Lucas doesn't understand why these droids work. Because, yeah. like, R2 was a really mixed bag in the prequels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, no, I thought BB-8 was good, and, and uh, I thought 3PO was good. Although 3PO's gotten... He's on the Stormtrooper diet, too. Getting a little chunkier? Either either that wasn't Anthony oh. Daniels in the suit, or Anthony Daniels like, fuck you and your no-carb diet. I'm an old man. You make me a suit that fits fits my 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 pudgy mid midsection, or it could be our warped perspective on the screen too. You, oh, that you know directly what? up from maybe that's why it. I think his his it every, might be all the stormtroopers' thighs and ass were giant because they're it's really that thing is just the size of the Death Star. It's, by the way, <laughs> it's just foreshortening. That's that. Yeah. they're not tubby at all. It, it might be. Yeah, uh, I felt like so they were I have all some... the Lilo and Stitch versions of stormtroopers. What I, I you've seen, seen that that, that no. every, for whatever I know reason what it is. the animation style everyone is like really thick legged and ass. Oh, in that oh movie. all right, not a problem. Uh, I do have some practicality questions about BB-8. Okay, like does he have to position himself in a certain formation? Like like roll around until he can get the drawer to open the right way so that he can put something in it? Because like it might be upside down depending on where he's standing, right? Hmm. No, it I might feel be like coming he's out got, underneath he's got his some head. Kind of, like he's got some kind of ability to shift that stuff around, like a Rubik's cube inside of him. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like I mean, maybe I like there's, the, the shell rolls, but there's multiple ports on the outside, and there's like some kind of uh, gyroscopic endoskeleton inside that rolls around that. So all he's got to do is make sure a port is there, and then he can just open it and <laughs> pop it through. Okay. All right. There you go. Sure. Why I explained not? that. No problem. Yeah. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? Um. I want to talk about the very end because I really love that that moment. 
Uh, yeah, like you've got like Mark Hamill was in this movie for all of thirty seconds, but they're pretty good thirty seconds. Yeah, and he doesn't say a single word, and and it's still I thought like she walks up to behind him on this. So first of all, he's placed up on this hilltop, sure, with a staircase a mile long, yeah. uh, on a uh, what looks like an ocean planet with a couple of islands dotting it. Yeah, he's uh, turned into the inscrutable Asian master from exactly. Kill Bill. Yeah, or from every yeah, from every yes karate yes. film you've ever seen. Yes, yeah. yes, martial arts film you've ever seen. Uh, so that was pretty cool. I like that as a sort of homage to you know what started the ideas rolling around in George Lucas' head in the beginning, right? With all his Kurosawa stuff. Yep, uh, makes a lot of sense. And then when she walks up and she's just like, "This is the master," and he turns around and he takes his hood off, and, he's and got we the see robot it's Mark hands. Hamill, and he's looking pretty awesome. Yeah, he's got the robot hand, which and he looks. Like uh, uh, like I want Luke Skywalker to look at this point, right? Yeah. He's got a beard. He's, like, kind of grizzled. He's kind of like, I don't know if I want any part of this, but she kind of thrust him back into it by pushing this lightsaber his direction. Mm-hmm. Like, take this. We need yes. you. Yes. And without a single word, she conveys everything to him. And I don't know if they're she doing it re- at first psychically I'm... or... At first I thought she was, like, a adequately well-off man's version of Kiera Knightley. Okay. But I actually like her more. I thought she was super charismatic. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was like, uh, it's weird that the student is challenging the master, but I felt like that was like, you know, this called out to me. Is it going to call out to you? Yeah. And we need you. Like, that's, yeah. that's the thing. Us, we, Luke, yeah. Skywalker, <laughs> your only hope. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty uh, good. I, th- I thought it was maybe a little convenient that R2 woke up at the exact moment they needed him to after years and years and years and no prompting. Well, but there is like. there is also an interesting like half second um, picture during that force vision uh-huh. of like Luke on his knees, apparently after uh, the, the debacle at the Academy and he like puts his robot hand on, on R2-D2. Like okay. maybe he's doing some kind of... You know, force with robots, I guess. Yeah, not for, but not? like giving him a command, to like a maybe a wait a particular time, or maybe he can call him through the force. I don't know what. Oh, but maybe like, he's seen the future in the death of Han Solo, perhaps. Yeah, and he kind of knows this. Yeah, and he's he's given R two specific instructions, and they have a special relationship where you know he can give a jaunty salute, and that means give me my lightsaber. And <laughs> <laughs> sure. No, I, I when mean Leia that's... cries about Han dying, then we'll reactivate because it's the time is nigh. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I mean, I, I think that there, I feel like there's a lot of puzzle pieces in that vision quest that will be made clear in the oh, yeah. years ahead. But I'm not too worried about that because I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that's that's a plan. Yeah, uh, and I I loved seeing uh, Han and Chewie kind of back doing their Return of the Jedi thing, right? Yeah. Breaking into space, setting the charges, taking the shield that's down. A, that's like, a nice little nod. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's great. Yeah. And I guess like I, I felt like the whole time when they are planning out the, how to assault the not-Death Star, that even the actors were in on the joke of, like, we're just going to do the thing we always do. We're going sure. to drop the shield, uh-huh. we're going to blow the thing up, it's going to explode. <laughs> we're all going to go home and have it's a like, it's, ceremony. It's got to have a place we can shoot. They always do. And, uh-huh. yeah. Um, so it's like... I guess if you just you know you lampshade that trope hard enough that pretty sure. big lampshade to hang on a planet sized Death Star though it is it is uh, I the other thing I noticed is J.J. Abrams just like 
must have had a casting call with all his friends. Like, mm-hmm. Greg Grunberg, get mm-hmm. in here. You want to be a pilot again, don't you? Yep. You've been itching since Lost. I know it. Yep. Uh, they had another guy from Lost who was with the others. I don't remember his name, but the 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 Asian guy who's yep. planning the, him too. He was the one attack. Of the, he's the general. What not? Uh, Dadana. He was like the. Those guys were both yeah. kind of the general Dadanas. Sure. Uh, Admiral Akbar. I think. I think it sounds exactly like it him. does. He's, so, I think he's back and kicking. Yeah, unless all of them sound the same. Uh, oh, whoa, whoa. What's this uh, Calamariest? Hey, all, man. All I, Calamari sound the same? With- no, I said unless they sound the same, <laughs> which is me saying that would be ridiculous. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They're very culturally. Cool. They're, they're, their entire culture revolves around fear of traps. Mon Cal- the the <laughs> Mon Calamari. So. Yeah. <laughs> they it's like making starships that look like pickles. And they f- all have an instinctive. It's like you know, Koreans are, are afraid of uh, fans left in the closed room. Is that fan true? death? Okay, it's uh, the uh, Mon-, Mon Calamari have the trap death, and they're deathly afraid of it. Speaking of death, uh, another scene I really liked is when they get Han Solo first gets his hands on the Millennium Falcon again, mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of like a Minox scene when that thing is like sure. sucking on the front of the ship, yeah. and he's got to try and escape. With with hyperspace out out through the port, I don't know how I feel about going to hyperspace yeah, without any that's calculations. Other, that's the other J.J. Abrams like, thing. He loves to go full light speed into atmosphere and gas does, planets yeah. and what the fuck. You, you Space know. travel's boring. Yeah. Get us to the cool part. Yeah, right? <laughs> it goes directly from ship S- to planet. So much for bouncing you're bounce too close to a wormhole or something through an asteroid. It ain't like dust and crops. No, it's exactly like <laughs> dust and crops. Yeah. It's easier than dust and crops, in fact. Yeah, apparently he doesn't need any calculations. He now. can he can jump the hyperspace inside a hangar. He can leave hyperspace, uh, you know, a few hundred <laughs> feet above a planet's surface, whatever, you know? Yep. He's Han Solo. Don't tell him the odds. He'll be okay. And a lot of really close ground flying for ships that really don't need to do that. Yeah. Like, we're going to put it... 20 feet off the water because it'll look cool when the water ripples. Yeah. I get it. I see what you did there, JJ. Well, it's like all this nap of the earth flying and, you know, because they'll confuse their sensors. I'm like, what the fuck? You guys navigate hyperspace. You're not going to fool any sensors by <laughs> staying close to the ground. But you know, uh-huh. whatever, man. It's you, it's Star Wars. You have to buy that all this technology is incredibly advanced and also around the same speed ranges and limitations of World War II technology. Yeah. Yeah, That's the key to understanding Star Wars. It's All magical, right. but also very kind of steampunky. Yeah. I guess, I mean, now that I've seen Episode 7, I'm fairly excited for Episode 8. I think the cast is really good. Like, yeah. I, I really like Rey. I really like Finn. I, I think, I mean, Chewbacca is still, like, you can build a team around Chewbacca. Uh, I wonder, with them meeting Luke Skywalker, like, what how are you going to not have this just be taken over by Luke Skywalker? Yeah. Because it's a good question. Well, he's, he's going to be, I hope like the Obi-Wan that's going to have Ray do everything. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to teach her the, the ways to do things and then she's going to go do it. Because like, especially if he was, you know, had a problem killing Han, Han's son or whatever, his nephew, Mm -hmm. like maybe he could say, well, look, I can't do this, but loophole, you can. (laughs) Sure. I'll train you to do Uh it. Uh huh. Uh yeah, pity will stay my hand, but <laughs> plausible think, deniability. I we'll think, never speak of it. <laughs> I think if uh, that crack in Earth hadn't opened, she would have done. Yeah, Kylo Ren in yeah. right there. A convenient crack. 
Plus, well, plus I, mean, I know I know Jedi can force jump. Come on, but I I do feel like that J.J. Abrams <laughs> like we need to calm the Jedi the fuck down. I don't want yeah yeah yeah. I don't want a bunch of whirling dervish bullshit. That that's a smart move. Yeah. I think having these kind of underpowered Jedi is yeah. a good idea. Yeah, but I you know the planet was busy turning in, back into his son. What do you want from it? Yeah, it's, it's no, cracking no, up. Of course, yeah, it is cracking. <laughs> uh, I thought that was a cool visual. Literally, the planet turning back into his son. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. Very don't cool. know how that works, but it was a cool visual. Yeah, science is... This is a fantasy series, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm already kind of not looking forward to the Star Talk. That's gonna oh, be the yeah. T- the, the t- it's like, it's, sure. surely you're not the going science to... science of Star Wars. No, there is no science in Star Wars. <laughs> Coming from a guy who argued Star Wars versus Star Trek from a scientific I'm angle. I'm so... Man, I, halfway through the through movie... half his life. Halfway through the movie, I started thinking, I'm so glad I'm not looking at this for calculations for yeah. how bad this could kick in the Enterprise's ass. And <laughs> Link the phaser, yeah, fire, laser like, fire. I, I wonder if that's... I, I know there are still sites that are doing it, stardestroy.net, etc., but I yeah. wonder if they're actually doing it. Well, they will be tomorrow. <sighs> actually, it's it started already. Hmm. They're back on the forums. They're typing furiously. Uh, they're all getting angrier and angrier. The thing is, is like I feel like that there's not as there, there's not a tightly drawn lines anymore. Like Star Wars is, yeah, everybody, everyone likes Star Wars, and everyone likes Star Trek now. Yeah, Star Trek has turned into they they kind of almost turned into the same thing, just action adventure movies with a little bit of yeah, but this, like Star Trek still has its little bit of science, and Star Wars still has its little bit of fantasy. Well, I will say that I feel like J.J. Abrams has felt like he has ditched almost all the eastern mysticism from star wars like the spirit the, this star wars the hmm, one thing that was okay. missing is i didn't feel like there's much in the way of a spiritual angle no mention of midichlorians either so well I'm fuck happy, yeah i'm happy about good, that good good yeah um but no i that's uh i felt like uh other than some slight conveniences and how things were positioned that I could explain away from the force and also the inconsistency yeah. and just everyone, I don't know everyone's power levels and, and whatnot, but you know, there's a, there's a lot to like in this, a lot to like in the star star Wars. There is. Yeah. I think you'll definitely be satisfied. Well, after I'm if you haven't s- seen it yet and you listen to this, you will be dissatisfied with all the spoilers. Yeah. But if you, yeah, if you just saw it, I'm sure you're, as satisfied as we were. I don't know. I mean, I, I think there's going to be, like, you know, when I opened up and said, there's nothing that's going to take you back to being a six-year-old boy. Sure. Watching this um, for the first time. I but, think there's still a lot of people that are going to expect that. Why? Because. Why would you expect that? You're a, you're a 30, 40, 50, 60-year-old person. Like, everybody wants to go back. You can't. You can't go back. Sorry. I get it. You're I, never going to be You're a talking again. to a person who's realized that. I'm, I'm talking to the I'm, audience now. Don't think I, that, I will people. say that like, as I was kind of walking around and uh, absorbing what everybody's thoughts are, and it seemed like everybody was pretty fucking enthusiastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I heard a lot of people coming out there, you know, talking about Mark Hamill. It was a lot. It marked about... a different experience from the prequels. Oh, yeah. I remember everybody was kind of like... <laughs> You know, wow, that was great, but uh, you know, it was it was more, uh-huh. much more muted. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like, I I'm excited for that. Do you, do we have any idea? Of, are they going to come out like every year? I'm. We're gonna not have a Star Wars sure. every year, every other year. I kind of don't want it every year. I would kind of. I like, like no, every other year. I, as I, I liked the rhythm, like. Uh, 
I, I like the rhythm you got into, like with the Lord of the Rings, where yes, every Christmas you got a new, and it, that was. I feel like that's about the right pace. So if they can, like, if they can do it, that sacrifice and quality one a year is pretty good. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm not a big fan of Lord of the Rings, so. I... Well, I don't know. It's uh, a flaw in your personality, obviously. That, that yeah, we all overlook. But <laughs> uh, are, will they will they do more than nine? Why would they stop? Right, and that's the concern. It's it's the concern. Also, when you pile on like a yearly release thing, I'm like, well, they could Fast and Furious this thing. Well, granted, plus, Fast and Furious is yeah, it hasn't run out of strong steam yet. Yeah, but it's a different thing, and I don't know. Well, I mean, here's the thing, like. How many expanded universe novels were they? A shitload. And there's some of them bad, some of them good, but yeah. I never felt like people ran out of stories to tell in Star Wars. And you could get, like, you know, there was talk of a bounty hunter television show. Um, you've already got the Star Wars Rebels, which is a surprisingly good, you know, cartoon. Um, I think that there's a lot of story. Like, if, you know, you've got 20 James Bonds, you could have 20 Star Wars. I think the directors have to change over, the cast has to change over, that the the time and and the the place in the galaxy has to switch around, but Yeah, I just know once you get into that rhythm, some of them are gonna be clunkers just by the nature of here's this again. Sure. Like kinda when you're talking about James Bond, that's how I feel about that, right? Like you gotta kinda burn out a James Bond before you're gonna switch to the next James Bond, which means he's gonna have one or two bad movies in there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I feel like Star Wars is a bigger, bigger universe and concept. Oh yeah, <laughs> way bigger. That's what I'm saying. Like it's an entire galaxy. It's worth. it's not Cold War spy yarns. It's yeah. yeah. And, and again, there's so many segments that you could play around with, like the bounty hunters, the smugglers. Like you could do, um, you know, a band of brothers style. I mean, there's so many different things you could do, and I think Disney will want to do them all, and we'll see how successful they are. I mean, Marvel. Yeah has been very successful in pumping out dozens of co you know movies that are even cohesive to a larger cinematic universe mm-hmm. uh which by the way what did you think of uh Civil War I, Captain America Civil War I don't think of you Captain America I don't think of you Did you <laughs> like, see Winter Soldier? Not yet, no. Oh, I thought you did. I saw the first one. You liked it though. I'm not yeah, You're yeah, actually a Captain America that's fan. That's the thing. Yeah? That's the weird thing about Marvel. Like I I like everything I've seen from them for the most part. Like, You're just not excited about I it. I just don't get excited about superhero stuff like that. Well, I thought it looked fucking rad. Uh, were there any all other right. trailers I, you want to talk a about? A lot of people in the theater did, too. Oh, yeah. Like, they're all over it. There's a couple things. Like, do I believe that Captain America and Bucky, the Winter Soldier, can beat Iron Man in a straight-up fight? <laughs> I don't know, but sometimes they have a way in the comics of making that believable. And if they can, I, I felt like they were trying to do that one sequence where they're just tag teaming the shit out of him and rapid fire that maybe with the vibranium shield, they could do that. But I, I don't, I'm, I'm excited for it. That's the next big thing they're going for with the Marvel universe. And it's the one that's yeah. going to shuffle the deck. And we're going to get to see whether the Marvel cinematic universe can survive the death of Robert Downey Jr. Uh, I know, the death of his yeah. contract. <laughs> I, yeah, the character, who knows? But I, I know a lot of people are talking about, like, Civil War is the thing they've wanted to see for a very long time. So, sure, I can understand why people are excited. Yeah. You know, uh, were there any other trailers that were exciting? Yeah, can, is there a single movie coming out in the next decade that isn't superheroes or science fiction? Like, 
I can't think of any. <laughs> Honestly, what else was I? Like, because everything a, the, the, is like oh, you don't give a shit. But I don't know what to think about this new new movie written by J.K. Rowling uh, in the Harry Potter universe. The, it's not Harry Potter. Yeah, called Wizards Wiener. Is that what it's Wizards called? Wiener? Yep. <laughs> it's, it's Fantastic Beasts and How to Find Them or something like that. Yeah, and where to find them? Which hey, I kind of think that's a good name. Sure. Is it you going to get your feet dip? No. You're going to get your feet wet no. in the Harry Potter universe? I have zero desire to do that. You should. It's pretty good. Good name. Good name, JK. Uh, so I'm, I don't know what to think about that. Okay. Uh, what else? The Fifth Wave sounded interesting. I thought, no. Independence no. Day, why the fuck would you remake that? First of all, Fifth Wave needs. That's not the Independence Day, right? That's like no, some another one. young adult science fiction dystopian bullshit. They need to stop that. Is that young adult stuff? Yes, yes. Mm. You can't tell just by looking at it. No, not from the trailer. Um, I know. I mean, I don't. I've never heard of that series before now, and I guarantee it's one of those young adult dystopian, <laughs> right, ins- well, in, sure, insurgent, divergent. You know, hunger. I thought games. it was going to be Independence Day, like as they were showing it, and then, and they then it was Independence Day. Yeah, another trailer, one for Independence Day. Why? Why the fuck? Would you remake Independence Day? There's nothing new you can it's do. It's either going to be fun or terrible. And either... But there's nothing new you can do. The first movie is fun and terrible. Like, just leave yeah. it. Leave it be. Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum are fine. Yeah. You Bill know, Jeff Pullman, Goldblum, great. Jeff Goldblum's coming back, right? I, yes, I saw a, a screenshot. Or not a screenshot. I, a I ain't counting teacher. Jeff Goldblum out. No, no, no. I, I agree. Jeff Goldblum is great. Uh-huh. I just don't know why you remake that movie. I, you know, Roland Emmerich's got to eat. <laughs> Dean Devlin. <laughs> Dean Devlin, Did they write it? You... Dean Devlin's got to eat. Did they actually? Surely, write that? surely. That's amazing. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't have a computer in front of me. I can't research it, but I just assume that yeah, they yeah, gotta yeah. they gotta eat. It's a fair assumption. Uh, you know, were there any other trailers? Some animated shit that I didn't care about. But it was pretty funny. Like the trailer they showed for that yeah. Zootopia, Zootopia, or yeah, something, some, like that. something like that. I like, thought it was really funny. The the sloths running the license branch was yep. pretty fucking inspired. Yep. And it's like comedy torture. It is. And but it's the whole thing. I I thought that was pretty cute too. I don't think there were any other trailers. Yeah. There's about a thousand This also I felt like this star I was going to criticize this Star Wars for being a bit long. But was it? it was not even two hours, I don't think. Because the we started the thing off at seven thirty. There was what, fifteen minutes of trailers, and we were out of there by ten. Yeah. So I don't know why I don't know what I don't know why I felt it was probably because your neck was cranked. At that a, might be. I was. I was kind angle. of uncomfortable. I was kind of uncomfortable. I was too. And yeah. also, like, I felt like the first. I watched the first half of that movie with my stomach tight, like waiting. Like I was scared. Waiting to for be, them to shit the bed. Yeah, I really was. Huh. I really was. And about the time that. And and I think my the peak of my anxiety was when the lightsaber started calling to Ray. And I'm like, oh okay. Jesus, really, Luke? Say-. But <laughs> but I thought the Vision quest actually turned it around for me. And then when the Rebels showed up, that was wow. cool. And Leia landed, and I, I I felt like the movie just never let up oh. from that point forward. I guess I was in earlier than you were. I I don't know why, but I no, assumed I mean, you would be. Yeah, I like, was more on board, but it wasn't losing me. I'm just saying, like, I had yeah, a lot yeah. of anxiety. I had a lot of anxiety yeah, about this. totally understandable. So it took me a while to fully relax, uh, and, um, you know, I don't know. Uh, Can I say, I hate going to pack theaters. Yeah. A, you're never going to get a good seat unless you show sure. up super early. B, you're gonna, you're... I get resentful of the audience. Yeah. I get actively angry, and that makes me enjoy the movie less because Agreed. 
there is some comedy in here that no adult should be laughing at. It's too right. obvious. It's too cheap. It's not bad. It's not like it's not like, you know, no, Banta Poodoo. No, no, no. It's it's not actively bad, but it's not good. I don't enough. think the movie even expects you to laugh at it. Exactly. They expect it to kind of laugh for the kids. Yes. Which is still not going to make the adults roll their eyes or you and might go, oh go my God. you might smirk or go <laughs> Exactly. But but when the audience behind you is cracking the fuck up at, at a joke that is so obvious I saw it coming. Yeah. That they didn't even need to do it, honestly. Well, like, and, I, and I was with you because I was angry at the audience for clapping at the Lucasfilm. Exactly. Clapping at the long, long like we all fucking know how Star Wars works. You're going to clap for the, oh, you're fucking clapping for the opening crawl. But <laughs> congratulations. That's fine if the if the prequels never happened, right? I know. Like, I get I know. the excitement was, if you hadn't been shit on by George Lucas I, for three. I felt like screaming, Soylent Green years. is made out of people. Have you forgotten? <laughs> Have you forgotten? Yeah. Getting your fork and knife out for some more but no like but when you're laughing at things that no adult should be laughing at i start rolling my eyes and and who was that fucker that was doing color commentary for like the first 15 minutes of the film i was about to strangle him <laughs> i don't I, yeah some guy behind us i don't know oh uh, in my angrier days i would have told him to shut the fuck up about 30 seconds into that but i've you know I, yeah. I, i'm trying not to get arrested at this time in my life. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, you know, where, what was, he? I mean, he was just a steady stream of like, Oh, there's BB eight. And he was a grown ass man. Yeah. And then he's the like, lightsaber thing. He's like, Oh, when she, she's opening that box, I'll let that be a lightsaber. Let it, let it be a lightsaber. Like, oh, it's a lightsaber. Like nobody else, just him. If a man, if he was one of my friends, I'd have told him to shut the fuck up. And we all Who knew are you it talking? was a lightsaber. Who are you talking to? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you talking? Congre- you've read no, the I'm... you've read the toy boxes. I'm glad you know this is BB five or whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, maybe ba- I'm just a curmudgeon, but I I prefer to watch a movie. Our people, our people can be a bit much sometimes, Jim. Sometimes, yeah. And uh, the theater was full of our people. You know the real tragedy of this? Yeah. Before I, I as I was getting ready to go to this movie, I looked in my closet and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to wear some Star Wars stuff here. I could you not. Have, I don't have a oh, single piece of Star Wars merchandise uh, in my wardrobe. Well, I didn't. What the fuck? I have. I have my Star Wars Star Trek mashup. You know, the, of, of Picard, Riker, yeah, uh, and Akbar, Worf. and and uh, Vader playing poker. Oh, I thought Worf was in there. No, no, no. no um, I got that, but no, my girlfriend bought me the Star Wars shirt like yeah. uh, last weekend, so I had a piece of Star Wars memorabilia to wear. So I was, you know, it's good. I'm I, I'm not saying our people and put myself apart from them. I'm just saying. No, I'm in that group. I at some point, like, I do wish they would, act, you know, like keep it together in public a bit more. Yeah, yeah. Well, also that's a congregation of us, right? So, like, I get it. If you wanna, if you wanna nerd out a little bit, that's the time to do it. Yeah, opening night uh, for a show, sure. But like, I, at some point in my in my clothes buying, I realized, you know what, Star Wars is a little obvious. Yes, I'm gonna go with some deeper cuts. Yes. And I started doing that, and somehow Star Wars just completely dropped from my wardrobe in like the last ten years. Yeah, I, I mean, I yeah, I, maybe I, it's the prequel. I stopped wearing as many nerd shirts, period, and then I started doing podcasting. And like after it's after a <laughs> year or two of not going into work, I started <laughs> started dressing like a teenager again. Oh, I have nerd shirts. Like I I have I one know, where like sure. the DeLorean and yep. and mm-hmm. the Tardis. Tardis crash into each other. Fender Bender, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. You've got uh, robots doing the robot. Yeah. I got a robot punching a human for doing the robot. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. That's yeah. what it is. Because, uh, you know, that's that's their dance. And my yeah. Cornetto trilogy shirt, which I love, which a Bald Move listener clued me in on. Very subtle. Which was very cool. Uh, but no, I mean, 
this is a pretty. Uh, what else do we want to say about Star Wars? Uh, nothing. I think we we stopped talking about Star Wars ten minutes ago. We did. We started bitching about our our bro- our brothers and sisters. Can, uh, the other thing, I cannot look at Adam Driver without seeing my fucking brother. He is a spitting image of my brother. He is pretty. He looks a lot like your brother. Dead on. Like a supersized version of your brother. A li- yeah, a little taller. Uh-huh. Uh, not not any more muscular. My brother's. Yeah, ripped. your brother's pretty jacked. I don't know when yeah. that happened. Uh, he's been that way for like seven. I know, six, but I'm six, saying growing up, you guys were both on the scrawny side growing up, and like yeah. he's fucking jacked. But he, his face, it, he looks exactly like Adam Driver. Yep, he's like, I'm like t- couple, Kylo Ren is my t- brother. Couple of flesh tones darker, maybe. Uh huh. But yeah, other than that, he's got the same. I don't know. Hair. Have you seen him in the summer? He gets real dark because he plays Adam tennis. Driver. No, 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 my brother. No, Adam Driver's pale as shit. He's not. Yeah, your brother's very olive skin. Maybe it was a dark in theater that made him look darker than he is. Yeah, but, maybe or standing next to Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> no, hard to believe that's the weird guy on Girls because I thought. Yeah. I, and I, you know what? I thought I thought he would be a really good Darth Vader. That's the yeah, other yeah, thing. Yeah. I don't know if we've talked about this, but zero cringeworthy performances like every yeah. one of these actors wanted to be there was was impeccably directed and wasn't made to say really stupid shit uh-huh um that was an automatic upgrade over the prequels yeah they didn't talk about you know the coarseness of sand no they, <laughs> they didn't talk about do you think there's a do you think there's a um, romantic angle between finn and ray i think so yeah a little bit i think it's gonna be there huh yeah do you think they'll find out their brother and sister? No, I don't think so. Uh, Everyone's related. Everyone's related. I did. I did find myself really hoping that she wasn't building a pod racer when she was collecting parts. Yeah, at the yeah. beginning, I'm like, please don't put yeah. this. Don't assemble those. Another another young slave on Tatooine. I, Shit, right? This can't. This can't go go well at all. But Please. yeah, that's that's all I've got. All right. Well, go see it. I uh, can't wait to see what people. Yeah. We already got a thread. Someone posted a thread for The Force Awakens on the forum like last night, and I'm like, nope, nope. Mark <laughs> has read. Yeah, really? I'm. I'm not going any. I'm. I'm. A, I'm afraid of my own forums. But now we're, yeah. we can. Uh, we can. We can roam the internet safe from spoilers, Jim. I. I want to say for sure I will see this again. In the oh th- yeah. In the theater. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm actually. I'm seeing it. Tomorrow, well, yeah, I'm taking are. a bunch of little uh, ages nine through eleven boys. They're gonna love it. I can't I think imagine so. them not just loving so. it. From I think I can't wait to see when when Han because their little minds are not ready for Han Solo to die. <laughs> I mean, they've grown up with Vader being Luke's father as of yeah. you know you know my son got his cherry popped on that when he's like four years old. So, but I don't think they're gonna expect Han to die and his own son to kill him. Mm-hmm. Like that's uh, that's gonna be heavy. Going to be heavy. There's going to be a lot of talks about good and evil. What do you think of the look? I know we, this is going on and on and on. What do you think of the look of the the high priest or whatever that fucking giant? Don't dude like is? it. He remind. He's Gollum. He's, he well, looks like Gollum. To did me. you ever see the kind of shitty Beowulf CGI? No. He, he looks exact. He looks like Grendel from from the Beowulf. Okay. And yeah, yeah. I I yeah. He looks like Sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> yeah, that's another yeah, no, I I'm not a big fan. Not a big fan. I kind of hope he's giant. I kind of hope we see him and he's giant cuz that would make him certainly more intimidating. I like don't. how is Luke going to fight this giant thing? How well, is Rey going to fight gonna this giant? He's going to grab thing? a femur and he's going to shove it in his mouth <laughs> and then he's going to drop a door on him. That's true. That's he a knows a door dropping in this. There is a lot of door. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? She is the master of unlocking locks. She is 
She's yeah. pulling fuses left and right and opening doors and closing doors. Like, she gets out of more jams. Yeah. If Luke and Leia had her on the Death Star, they would have never had to swing across that bridge. She would have just pop fuses and there you go. I think that was my favorite part um, of the whole thing is when they're kind of sneaking around this not quite Death Star, this bigger Death Star. That felt so much like Star Wars to me that I was just totally on board. But, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's... I. I the other thing I'm a little sad is I think I they're out of stunning otherworldly planets are going to impress me. <laughs> they got the ocean now. Right. I mean, they like, the they, frozen, they the had, they, they took Hoth and Indoor, mix it up, and there's your final scene. Uh-huh. Like, I, there's, you, now there's only so much you can do on planet Earth, the man. desert sand planet. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want, like, a Naboo that's just completely created by CG. Yeah. Uh, but there's, there's only so many types of planets you can have. Um, and true. I feel like we've seen them all now. Or you can do something truly sad. foreign looking, like a planet full of giant butts farting. <laughs> well, that's, like Rick and that's Morty. Rick and, yeah, you got the, the ball sack <laughs> planet. Yeah. Planet Scrotus. Um, but yeah, I, I felt, uh, that's, that's a little sad. I also like, what do you think about the uh, kind of slight technological progression? Like the TIE fighters look a little bit sleeker. The stormtroopers look a little chunkier. The yeah. the X wings look a little, little, you know, like they've had a few models since the old rebellion. Yeah, in terms of technology, you know, it's not that far from like they were pretty advanced. Well, as that's far as tech goes. Yeah, like in the original series. So. Uh, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, um, I was throughout the whole movie, I was trying to decide whether this makes sense that a, that a galaxy that's had hyperdrives for 10,000 years is going to have like the latest models, like mm-hmm. what kind of new technology they're coming up with, with the like, Oh, fuck it. Whatever. It's the old yeah. flash Gordon serials. They're always going to come up with new super weapons and new looking, new cool looking toy things. And I was trying to figure out if the chessboard would be considered obsolete now. Like when Finn's looking at, it, he's like, what is this bull- bullshit? Like the but M- Chewies or look like the- he wanted to play a game. Yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. you're in the hollow chest? Don't do it, man. It's a trap. <laughs> yeah. Get your arms ripped off. Yeah, yeah. Talk to three. That's how, that's how, that's probably, how... probably why he's got the red arm. Yep. He I am curious about own... the red arm. Yeah. We're going to find out, right? I don't think so. Like, it seemed like it was just a visual. That was a pretty funny gag. It was, yeah. yeah you like, might not recognize yeah, me with, with the, the red, red arm. arm. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here, 3PO. Yeah, good stuff. All are right. We, are we done now? That's it. That is all I have to say. All right, cool. Uh, we're, what, do we have any idea what the next movie we're going to be doing is? No, I got a lot of ideas. I'm thinking Revenant? Well, the, see, that's, Whatever so that's are called? you willing to podcast during our shutdown? Yeah. Because me and Cecily on Christmas Day are going to go see, <laughs> uh, Hateful Eight and Ravenous. Ravenous? No, that's not called Ravenous, right? Uh, Reven- that's, Revenant. That's the Guy Pierce thing, Revenant, yeah. Anthony Hopkins? It's Revenant. No. Re- Revenant. Yeah. We're not turning this into Ravenous cast, man. It's Revenant, yes. No, I'd like to see that and yeah. cast about it, but um, There's know. a lot of shit coming out. The the Hail Caesar Cohen brothers seems like a yeah. pretty sure You got sure a new thing. Tarantino thing yep. out. The Hateful, uh, the hateful, the hateful Eight. Eight. Yep. It's coming out Christmas Day. Uh, a lot of stuff. Oh, so much stuff. Yeah. But I want to see Joy, but I don't think... You, you don't like David O. movies, do you? I don't like, know. Yeah, what, is, what else uh, has he Silver done? Lining Playbook. Never uh, seen it. American Hustle. It was you saw okay. American yeah, Hustle. It was okay. Uh, it wasn't one of his better ones. Uh, my favorite, I Heart Huckabees. I'm gonna go see it. I like Jennifer Lawrence and All right. 
seems like that's his muse now. Yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of Jennifer Lawrence, so American Hustle is really not, yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, we don't know what the next one's going to be then, but no, there will I'm be another one promise. of these. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll have at least a couple. I think we'll have one or two out in January for sure. Yeah, but uh, that'll be another another time. That'll be a long, long time from now in a <laughs> podcast far away. Yep. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we'll see you on May the next one. May the force one. be with you. <laughs> Whatever Sometimes. that one is.